what seems like many years ago, um, I discovered tarot cards. I'm not quite sure where I first saw them, whether it was in a magazine or in a shop, maybe a television program, but there was just this instant fascination. Maybe um, a, a romantic thing of this witchy looking lady with cards spread out and long fingernails, you know, the classic movie type witchy poo lady. Don't know. Anyway, the hankering grew and um, I was 15 at the time and heading off to the Christian Spiritualist Church in Dunedin, New Zealand, sneaking out from the boarding school that I was attending the Anglican boarding school I was attending. My God, they would have been horrified had they known I was going to the spiritualist church. Needless to say, very kind people there, very thoughtful people. And 30 years later, this church is still going. I haven't been back yet, but hopefully. Anyway, I digress. Somebody in the church gave me a brown paper bag one evening after the service and um, said, this is for you. And um, I discreetly sort of just held on to it. I wasn't quite sure what was going to be in that brown paper bag. Anyway, when I was alone, I snuck a look into the brown paper bag and there was this box, humble cardboard box. Pulled it out and I just gasped. On the front was this um, pentacle and um, written in sort of gothic type script with the words Rider Wake Tarot Deck. And literally, with shaking hands, I opened opened the box and I I struggled to get the cards out because they were so brand new and, and still sticking together. And I can remember I stared at them, still in their wrapper. It's two days before I dared to unwrap them. I was so excited and so scared. You know, every every cell in my body that's uh, uh, the product of a Christian upbringing was saying, this is evil, this is evil. Oh, they're so bad. You shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, all of that. All of that screamed at me um, versus the, the huge curiosity, you know. So anyway, eventually I did open the pack and um, it was sort of 35 years ago, I guess now. It's been my constant companion since. I had my cards everywhere I go, wrapped in a little velvet square. A little velvet square with the wrapped cards is then put into a handmade felt tarot pouch that I made. I've had them in England, I've had them in Germany, I've had them in Greece and America. I've read cards in Hawaii on the beach. I've read cards in the subway, New York. (laughs) I went to a fair in Brighton in England and I can remember swapping a reading with another lady but I was sitting in her stand and this absolutely huge boa constrictor started moving around her Neck, and I actually I was sitting there thinking it was a, a sort of a stuffed accoutrement, something to sort of jazz up her stall. But this thing sort of started flexing, and there was this horrified realization that the snake was not a toy or a stuffed element, <laughs> but it was real. Um, anyway, I've read cards everywhere for 
all sorts of people. Don't read cards for children, though. That's that's absolutely one thing I've never done. And sometimes the cards are just not appropriate for some people. You know, better that they go and see a doctor or a counsellor or a financial advisor. Those are, I guess, moral moral calls that you make. Cards, they're more than just cards, though. There's a whole energetic firing that comes from those simple symbols on my cards. There's energy, 35 odd years of energy that's imbued in those cards and, and now when I when I bring the cards out that energy comes with it. Like an old oil painting that's hung in a, a building for many years and been looked at by many many people. That painting holds those energies. The staring, the looker, just as my cards do. So, hopefully over the next few weeks, what we're going to do is just give these cards a really, really good airing. And it's my hope that on a daily basis you can just serendipitously, <laughs> that you can just dip in to any one of the <clears throat> podcast recordings that I make and that there'll be something of some sort of relevance or some sort of use to you, if nothing else. I hope there might be something that'll just make you laugh. <sighs> We're going through strange times at the minute. We all are. So, sending you lots and lots and lots of big hugs from down under. Stay safe and stay well. And um, I look forward to talking with you soon. Bye for now. I feel that the world has become so fast and so busy that we're, we're really, really distracted. You know, if it's not a video game, if it's not the internet, if it's not your phone, you know, we're just wired in and it really hasn't been by choice, but I'm reminded when I meet younger people that they just haven't a clue how to look you in the face, how to talk to you as in talk to you for about a minute without looking at their phone or checking some such arrangement on their phone. I just think, wow, I wonder what's happening for these people, not just the younger generation, that's a bit of a generalisation, but just for people, for all of us, right now as we're in this state of lockdown, isolation, self-imposed isolation, to try and manage this virus that's sadly um, going to impact all of us in a really, really big way. I wonder though if this shutting down is actually um, an opportunity to block out the distractions of that outer world and to learn to listen to the, the wisdom of your inner world. The card that seems really appropriate from the perspective of the major arcana of the tarot is Hierophant. Um, Hierophant is not a male card. The Hierophant is an energy or a 
being that represents both the female and the male aspects. More a ladder or a being that is between us and a higher power, if you like. I always think of this card when I look at it as um, the power of intuition. So it's about not really processing where things come from. It's just that there is a, a natural knowing, but there's no rational thought or interference ruling out or challenging what it is that you're thinking. It's that gut feeling, internal nature. So that's why I think of it as a bit of an inner teaching, and that's that's why I wonder if why this Hierophant is actually the card that's popped out this evening as I have a yabber to you all. Yeah. Tapping into that intuition is another thing. You've got to be willing to put aside all the preconceived ideas so that that, that higher truth can come and sit with you. And I think then having that space just to let that higher truth bubble and bubble around to percolate and you know it doesn't mean that you keep everything you can dismiss things that don't seem relevant and you can keep stuff that's really working for you quite interesting too that the Hierophant traditionally is associated with the astrological sign of Taurus which is signified by um, the bull horns or the, the circle and the bull horns um, that you see and this is a very fixed stable earth sign which governs lower jaw mouth thyroid larynx throat in other words so there we go again throat um, I mean obviously probably like the rest of you I'm a bit obsessed with the COVID thing at the moment and really worried about health and, and so forth but it is interesting that the Turian sign is definitely governing the ears, lower jaw, mouth, thyroid and larynx, the throat area. So I think that part of this throat business I always think when, when, when I have a, a sore throat or my glands are playing up or something like that that on some level I haven't spoken my truth or that I'm withholding um, a truth for somebody else you know sometimes we tell lies and the lies are to protect other people so we think or sometimes we just think oh no I can't say that it's going to hurt their feelings and yeah filtration and um yeah, being selective about what you say I think is an important thing and yeah, there are going to be those of you that go well, lying is lying well, I say, no bullshit I think you just need to be a little bit careful about what you do say to people um, blurting out your every thought is, is not ever going to be useful however, being truthful to yourself and trying to live as much as possible within congruence so you know saying and and saying and thinking and feeling and doing trying to keep it all as lined up as possible and as congruent as possible is going to make for a happier person um and indeed you know the Hierophant 
is is the card that's likely to come out in a reading when you're walking that path because I think it also can can indicate that the there is an initiation of going into feeling and studying and listening to your deeper self so it's actually um, a card of contemplation a card of instinct and of intuition this inner voice all of the um, major teachings the Hebrew, Christian, Hindu and Buddhist teachings state that you not only have the ability to contact the divinity within but you are capable of becoming that saint, that Buddha, that Christ, that God or Goddess. Yeah, I am that I am. Sanskrit saying from the magician. The Bible is also affirming it and uh, the, the statement that humans are created in the Most High's image. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway. The Hierophant can also very much indicate that you are a student not only of life, but you could be a student of a, of a practical course. You could be at university. You could be wanting to study something. Or you could, in fact, be a teacher. So there's quite a few different aspects to this this energy but essentially it is about learning and it is about listening so some of the questions that you might want to ask yourself uh, particularly I guess at, at this time but moving forward into the future too um, perhaps what are the internal aspects that are calling to me to be listened to maybe What is the difference between my instinct and my intuition? And how does that guidance look or feel? What things am I discovering by centering myself within? Where might it be valuable to become a better listener? I think that that's probably enough for now. What I suggest though is if you've got a pack of tarot cards, um, particularly if you do have the Rider Waite pack of cards, you might like to get out the Hierophant card and, and have a look. Maybe start um, a little diary, even a visual journal. I quite like visual journals maybe um, a mind map, but maybe just a, a small record to prompt you for later, especially if you're listening to this at night and you go to sleep and you forget all about it, which I hope you do. <laughs> I wouldn't take that as an insult. I wouldn't think you thought I was boring. I would think you were a very sensible person. Distract yourself. Get some rest now. Talk soon, my friend.